0: Hello, I'm Alison Larkin, writer, comedian, narrator, and host of The Jane Austen Podcast. Join me as we embark on a journey through Austen's timeless stories, starting with Pride and Prejudice. The Jane Austen Podcast with Alison Larkin is available
1: wherever you listen to podcasts. Listening to season five of Mother May I Sleep With podcast. I'm your host, Molly McAleer. Marshetta. And I'm Tom Mustin.
0: The disappearance of a pregnant Frederick woman and her two children has captured the nation's attention. Shanann Watts and her two young daughters haven't been seen in the last two days. We have live team coverage of this
1: case. Jacqueline Allen is in the. Guys, it's episode 14 out of 15. That means that this is our second to last episode of the season. Um really excited about this one. We have Ted Travelstead here today. Hey, Ted. Hi. I'm so excited that you're here for this because, well, I'm always happy to have you here. But this is a first for us because we've never done a movie that just came out. Like very recently, I think this was in the last two months it came out. It was right on on demand for me, which is exciting for everyone at home that wants to watch it. But it's also a really new crime. This happened in two years ago, I think.
0: Yeah, to yeah, yep, yep. Twenty fall twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Summer late summer twenty eighteen.
1: August, I think. Yeah. It was um it was a it was a rough one. I actually followed this case. Like it was one of the ones that sort of was at the top of the news cycle and then I really just hooked into it. It was something that blew my mind right away.
0: Yeah. I Have you heard of it? Oh, I'd heard of it and I, I didn't deep dive into it uh right away. Um but when I knew this was coming up, I started to look more and more at stuff and I feel like there's it would have taken me a month to get through like just there's so much there's out so there. Much. There's so much theory, there's so much and this is like the this is one of those movies that's so strangely like you know, a good third to half of the movie is reenacting footage that already exists.
1: I mean, i that's like my first note in this is that I really like the cinematography in this. I thought they did a pretty good job with it mm-hmm. because they were able to utilize all of the footage that's already out there. Like, before I even... Before he was even convicted, I had already watched all of Shanann's Facebook lives. The body cam footage is probably some of the most iconic body cam footage ever, and they (laughs) did a really good job of capturing it. Like it's, it actually really got me addicted to looking for the body cam footage before anything else when like a major disaster happened, Mm -hmm. just because I fell in Mm -hmm. love with like. How close you are to it And also everyone is sort of Afraid to interact with cops So like the way the emotion that you See in a body cam is like I sound like a Serial killer but like it's it's like nothing Else it's great and then also Like the ring.com videos like there There was just such a like a paper Trail here with this couple That there it's like endless You can spend hours doing it
0: Yeah and also this is very Well shot body cam footage For the body cam plays like it's you're seeing like i've seen a fair amount of body cam footage and it's like sometimes you know you're seeing like people you know from the waist down or like just just lots of movement but this almost seems like steadicam like it was like the
1: cop knew that he was about to make like an award-winning film yeah i mean he gets inside that
0: like he's it's like it's almost like uh, POV. Yeah, It's crazy.
1: Oh, God, that would be crazy virtual reality the Watts is home the morning of the like interrogation. Oh my God. Amazing guys. I do want to say this. though. I understand that there's probably a lot of even new people listening to this episode because it is a hot topic. This is a brand new movie. I know a lot of people who followed this case really hated this movie and I want to be as respectful as possible about that throughout the movie. That's why I spent today and the last day um, before that doing really intensive research on kind of like the people who follow this case um and there's a lot of amazing people online who have done a lot of work on this and sort of putting things together and have seen things that we don't know about maybe the police have made those connections and you're all really passionate about it so i want you to know in advance that this is a podcast where we make some jokes None of them are at the ex- like you know expense of who these people are as individuals. It's also we're sort of roasting the movie. So please yes. don't get that confused. If at any point we're sort of laughing about what's happening in the movie or some sort of detail or dialogue or whatever, we're not laughing at the victims. I think that it's important that at some points. We'll give our own POV on some of the things about the victim. Absolutely. and And Chris himself, of course, and Nicole, who is a whole... I had no idea some of the stuff, you guys. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. I think that's very good that you said that because I was going to say something similar, which is that the crimes in themselves, it's horrific and it's, you know, it's, it's just very upsetting to think about this happening and what happened. So, but being a comedian, you know, coming at things, it's really like, yeah, it's about like the laughs for me come from the movie yeah and 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 seeing you know the differences between the movie and real life and seeing how they tried to turn real life into a dramatic narrative and add certain things that might not have been there um i mean it's very close but they're injecting it with certain things that uh i
1: mean they got to tell a story in exactly. 127 minutes and there's mm-hmm. a lot here that You know, only true stands know. I thought that I really followed this case. I don't know if you call it like a fan of this case. Like, I don't know what you would call it, but I I thought I was. And then I have come to find out out that in life, you know, as we all do, I know nothing. Like, I had no idea all of the stuff that has been unearthed and some of the, you know, sort of nuances of people's personalities. Like, I had no idea about any of this stuff until. You know, I guess the last week I, I did. I researched more than the last two days. It's been going on for a while and I've rewatched all the uh, interrogations and everything. It's with new eyes, with fresh eyes. After watching this movie, it is a little bit surreal
0: yeah it is and there's a lot of layers and i'm I'm excited to learn some of these things because I feel very like I've just skimmed the surface and i've you know I've watched a movie twice and i've do- I've watched a lot of the uh on you know different videos real life stuff as well but i mean um there's a lot
1: yeah and i I definitely i think that the waters could get a little muddied in here because I want to fill Ted in on as much of the tea as I found out today the information and little pieces that I mean make this movie make even more sense some of the more subtle subtle moments in the movie I know the background on them a little bit more now and so yeah that's exciting to me yeah in those areas I think they did great that might sound like are we talking about the movie Are we talking about the case we're talking about both but you know, should we chuckle throughout, which we always do? Ted and I have a blast, okay? <laughs> um, you know, like, that's not personal. So, um, no, no. I, I'm going to say, first of all, that this movie, I thought it was pretty great. Like, I found it compelling. Yeah,
0: I I, I have to agree. There was, like, the, the, the difference between this and movies in the past is that there have been times with movies in the past where it's felt, a bit of a chore to make it through certain sure. uh, you know scenes or you know but this one on the first watching I was like uh my wife and I were getting ready to eat dinner and I was like I, you just I just gonna need fifteen minutes to finish <laughs> finish
1: this you needed to know because they do hit you with like this is Colon confessions of a killer So Mm -hmm. this is all about That sort of post trial confession That they got in jail In prison and um, You know it's really something I mean I think that there was a lot of unanswered Questions again I sort of tapped Out before the confessions even Really came out because I was like what's he gonna say I thought it was gonna be some sort of fluff interview they always give that and I'm like who can how can we trust this man at this point like anything he mm-hmm. says is just probably gonna be stroking his ego or sort of loosening up his guilt here but Chris uh, really dropped it all you spend a lot of this movie wondering is he does he think everyone is dumb or is he just dumb himself and I think he's just a very ab- a man of very mm-hmm. average intelligence
0: yeah absolutely. I, I- I agree wholeheartedly.
1: I don't think he's like, oh, I'm like so much smarter. It will be so easy to get away with
0: this. No, I think he's not diabolical as much as he is of limited intelligence. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I think... um, Well, also, quickly, what I liked about the movie is the structure was very... It reminded me very much of Forensic Files, the show Forensic Files, which I've seen every episode of. Huge fan. It's been a while since it's been out, but... But it was in that le- they would lay out what happened and lay out like, you know, the uh, like they would have a suspect and they would arrest him and then he would tell his story. And but then the last third or, or, or so of the show was always like, here's what really happened. Like, and oh. it would like go through a reenactment of like basically you know
1: it sounds I like mean, i would love forensic files
0: oh yeah it's on netflix it's like a half hour i used to take a crime nap to it like i've seen so many mm-hmm. that I would like <laughs> lay on the couch and just put on episodes i'd seen and then yeah
1: you know. it's like the sort of the uh, part of you that feels kind of <laughs> I don't know if I'd say shitty but like I would Like start a 2020 episode That I have on the DVR and then Just like pass out halfway through Never bother to find out who killed the Girl like and and, you know it just sort of moved On with my life Um, and That's sort of the nature of these programs For sure it's like you're just you Know sometimes you're really In it sometimes it's like I'm folding Laundry I'm thinking you know I don't know did This guy he seems fishy you know You uh, yeah
0: but and which Is a real commentary on our society Society that we can, you know, commodify, like, tragedy into, like, bite-sized, you know, like, uh, elements that we can either, you know.
1: I think we need it, though. You know, there's something about us that oh, we sure, love it. Oh, sure, there's a
0: cathartic element. Yeah, I SVU
1: think. is on for 21 reasons, or 21 seasons for a reason. You know, reasons it's
0: like, for 21 seasons.
1: That's what I'm saying. Um, So, I yeah, I will say also that's a really good way to sort of point out as well that there's multiple narratives sort of going on in this movie or points in time that we're falling, uh, falling in on this movie. So at some points we're going to be going to the interrogation room, which is interwoven with parts of the story. So if I ever, I'm just randomly mentioning the interrogation room, that means that there was a cut back to it. Um, we're going to find out some more information. And
0: let me just say Tammy Lee, uh, the, the woman, the actress, Brooke Smith, who I'm a huge fan of um, from, not only Silence of the Lambs, but uh, many other great roles after that, uh, plays the interrogator, mm-hmm. Tammy Lee. I don't know if that... Tammy name, Lee's
1: her real name. It
0: must be her real name because that would be a weird thing to just throw in fictionally. Out of like, nowhere, we're right? We're going to call her Tammy Lee. <laughs> um She's, I love her. So just seeing her was She like, has uh, the best
1: line in the movie.
0: At the end or just somewhere...
1: It's the coolest part. I'll tell you that.
0: Is it is it the is it the um, one of us? Yeah. And then five minutes from now,
1: guys, just remember we're gonna <laughs> you're gonna know what the coolest part of this movie is, and it really is the coolest part. The delivery of that line is brilliant.
0: Right um, now, only one of us knows the coolest part, but in about an hour, we'll all know the coolest.
1: Every part. <laughs> nacho expert as well. Um, all right, you guys. So let's open up on a home video of CC and Bella playing in the yard. Um, we hear the story being reported on the news it's Just sort of one of those like pre-movie Sort of moments where they're Melding together all the scenes and you're like oh my god This is gonna be chaos um, Titles, titles were great I thought good font, looked Professional, I will say a little Fun fact about this movie is I had a hard time Finding it on IMDB because it's Still called the untitled Chris Watts project, yes I noticed that. I'm like guys it's been like A month, like <laughs> let's get going on This,
0: we know the ending, we don't need
1: the actor who plays Chris Watts, Sean Clyer, I believe his name is, is unreal at the way he like nailed down his mannerisms. He even says North Carolina the way mm-hmm. that Chris does. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. He's got it down. And I also think wardrobe is... And I'll just say it. This is the best wardrobe we have ever had in a Lifetime movie. It was so spot on. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like she went through their laundry. Like, it was perfect. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of this movie. I feel like it's going to. Score very high Yeah Um, I I, I agree So We see Chris uh, Being interviewed And this was his Scott Peterson moment Where he chose to speak To the press When he absolutely Should not have been Speaking to the press (laughs) Very rookie move I was saying to Sammy earlier That I think The main difference With Chris Watts And Scott Peterson Was that Scott Peterson Was like showboating A little bit
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Like, yeah. He, he came off really like, oh, you know, if she's out there, she'll come home. Like, Chris Watts, I think, was just dumb and panicked and thought, like, maybe if he did this, it would s- sort of cover.
0: Yeah. Like, he just seemed way in, way over his head, like, from the get-go. Um, and just, like, the the stuff he was rambling you know well if they're safe if they're safe to come back uh, like it just it it just yeah it was his
1: undoing like that looked so bad and you know it's hard to say because there was that woman heidi broussard in austin and her she and her baby got kidnapped and it turned out her best friend kidnapped them and killed heidi to take the baby one of those and they go and interview heidi's fiance, the father of her child and right away everyone's like he's guilty he did it and you kind of can't win with these interviews and you're already so suspicious just as a family member you know um it's different when the parents do it but when you send the husband out he's not going to win and this is a good example of like obviously he truly was guilty but then you know that guy that poor guy in in austin like he didn't do anything and he was on the other side of the worst news of his life and half of twitter was like you know the true crime community can be very boundaryless at times i've noticed you know
0: yeah 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 that's disturbing
1: no shade no hate and
0: then but then if you're like nope you know i'm not going to talk to the press then you get screwed for that, too. You know, it really is a lose-lose in in those situations. Don't
1: marry anyone who could potentially get murdered, and certainly don't murder anyone. I think that that is my I mean, takeaway. That's
0: great advice.
1: Guys, uh, subscribe or unsubscribe. Um, so we cut to the point of view of the camera that was in the squad interview room. Famous footage. If you've watched anything about this case, you've probably seen this interview. Did you get a chance to watch it? The one on the porch? The interrogation.
0: Oh, uh, bits and pieces of the, uh, the interrogation. But mostly the, like, the media stuff and body cam
1: stuff they were able to pull a lot of the Actual. standard tricks with him. Oh, yes. but they also did pull, I think some of the real life audio definitely during the lie detector test. I heard Chris's voice wow. during some part, okay. like real life, Chris's voice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they remade all of this footage for the movie. Again, what I fucking love about it. I think that was for the the fans of this
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. case.
1: I don't know. um, so in this clip, we're gonna meet Tammy, your girl. Um, she administers the lie detector test later, and basically, she she uh, is like, you know, how you doing? And he's very nervous. He's stammering. He, the actor, does a great job of sort of playing through this too, because that nervousness isn't easy to play through. I'm sure you're you're an actor, you yes. know, right? Like, y- yeah, I, I can only imagine that that would be the hardest part of acting is being convincingly flustered.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I would think. I mean, uh, uh, look at me now. I'm, right. Is that convincing? Yeah. <laughs> it's really happening. I'm no, buying I, it, my I, dog. No, I think it, that is, that can be, um, hard, but I think uh, the biggest, a big, another huge challenge would be like doing all that within the, while embodying a real person. Yeah. You know, and like trying to, uh you know have the mannerisms and the vocal pattern and all that stuff like he
1: has the example he has exactly what he needs to do on tape and then he just needs to match that and but it's like how
0: how to not make it a parody and how to make it like you know just real
1: i have no nuance i could never be on camera like i don't know how to do something small like I theater act like when I'm talking to people like that's those are just my mannerisms on screen. I can I would be the least subtle individual <laughs> that has ever appeared in a film or television. <laughs> um, so he does this thing in the room, which is how I know he's just I would lie like this. This is exactly how I would lie because I'm dumb and bad at it. Where I would be like, she's like, I've just, you know, I've never taken a lie detector test before. And she's like, well, that's normal. Most people haven't taken, she doesn't buy any of his shit. Like, I don't think he's used to that from women. Like as much as he's used to a type A woman, it's very different when you're just seeing a woman who's good at her job and she's interrogating you about your wife's murder. Yeah,
0: yeah that's a, that's a whole different type of uh type That's a, a new combo. Yeah.
1: Um so she's like, "You know what? If you tell me the truth, you're going to be cleared and we can move on. We always have to do the family, right?"
0: Yeah, just get get you know, we just want to say we Chris is out of the way and let's move on and find the real killer. And obviously, she says, you wouldn't, I mean, you wouldn't be dumb enough to come here and do a lie detector test right. if you did it.
1: And he's just cracking under that because he already realizes I've already started with bad lies. Like, she already knows I'm bad at this. getting that psychology, you know? So we're going to play three smaller scenes back to back. Um The pacing in this movie I think is great A lot of people on Reddit were saying That it was too much too fast It was like going way too fast I agree guys One hundred twenty-seven, An hour and 27 minutes So um, we're going to see Shanann Telling the news that she's pregnant To Chris And this really did happen I, I watched the Facebook live today I will say he had a smile on his face In real life That made his voice sound cheerier but he was kind of unfazed. We're gonna play that, and then um, her T-shirt is the thing that says "Oops, I did it again," just for you guys at home. Um, and then we're gonna see a quick clip of what we're gonna see throughout the movie, which is a his thrive routine. Every day he hits the patch, he does his pills, and then he takes a drink of his shake. I also, people didn't really they thought that that was repetitive and giving too much credit to. Thrive, which is the name of the multi-level marketing scheme that Shannon was Shannon was a part of and um
0: which they called strive strive right Mm -hmm. like
1: they were the only thing that was legally protected in that like that's why a lot of people don't understand like why they were able to use their names guys they're like public figures unfortunately they don't need to ask the family's permission to make this but thrive they have to ask their permission and there was no way that lifetime was going to get an illegal moment with them
0: no no yeah and also but what i did find interesting is that um Cindy Watts was mm-hmm. not his mom. Chris Watts's mom was not portrayed, and has been a real like. I
1: just she's a the, problem.
0: Yeah, like she's a big kind of like defender of his, and like talks about how terrible Shannon was.
1: Did you see um, Don't Fuck with Cats? I couldn't. Okay. Um she reminds me a lot of Luca Magnata's mom. Um and then after that scene we're gonna see uh Chris working in the field. Word has started to get around uh with his co-workers that Shannon's pregnant. So we're gonna play five oh two to seven eleven, please. Chris
0: Hey Chris, come here I have to tell you something. We did it again. (laughs) I like that shirt. Wait, really? Really. Oh, God, really? Really. Oh, it's pink. Does that mean it's going to be a girl? No, we don't know. That's just what the death
1: says. Oh, I know. I know.
0: God. Oh, that is awesome, baby. Really? That is... Oh. I guess when you want it to, it just happens. Ah, come here, What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey man, what's the damage here? Monitor shot. Run it by the office You get a chance, Nikki will take care of it. Hey, uh, you missing something there? No. Sure. No. Oh my god. Save my butt. That's what I'm here for. I gotta get this thing resized. Keep slipping off.
1: How far are you down now? 30 pounds. Oh kid. That's strive. Yeah. I tell you man, strive works. Like that's the meta burn. I feel more focused. I have more energy. Like the pounds keep flying off.
0: My wife will get you on the program. Seriously, all you have to do is say the word. Yeah, right. There's a convention this weekend at the Devil Tree. You should stop by. I'm thinking
1: we sleeping this weekend, man.
0: Hey, Yeah. Uh, tell Shan, congrats on the new kiddo. Take her up. On me. Gift cards. Yeah. Thanks, man. I'm really hoping for a boy. Either way, you're a number. <laughs> There's more than a few. There's lots. There's many.
1: So Chris's reaction on the Facebook live seems kind of normal to me. I actually think that it was like a whole it was a little fucked up <laughs> to like, I mean, we find out that this baby was an issue. like for them, they Chris said he wanted the baby. Shenan didn't want to go for number three. They wind up you know having getting pregnant right away, basically. and she surprises him on this Facebook live. And that could have gone a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, it was a little bit I I almost wondered if she was like doing it to make sure she got a good reaction. At the same time, he didn't necessarily know he was being filmed. I don't know what he was laughing about when he walked into the room and saw her shirt, said, oops, we did it again.
0: Well, in the, in the, the real video or the? In both. Because well, like, both. he's
1: like, walks in, he's like, oops, we did it again. And then she like holds out the pregnancy test and he's like, oh, wait, you're pregnant? I'm like, what were you laughing at that shirt?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, he, in the real one, he comes in and there's a good, like, almost five seconds where he like stops and he's like, He's like kind of looking, and you're like, "Oh, no, what's going to happen?" But then it's almost like he doesn't; he, his vision isn't great, right? <laughs> or he's like, or he's just trying to process, like, "Oh, she got a new shirt." Like, you know?
1: <laughs> that, I think that's also it too. Is like he just was like, you know, he doesn't give a shit. Like most people out there don't care when someone's like, "Oh, do you like my thing?" It's just you just tell them you like it. You know what I mean? And that was yeah. a vi- if if he wasn't putting that together, another sign that he wasn't the brightest bulb in the box, like. You know, it was very clear He was just laughing to appease her But at the same time, people don't do great With surprises And it says a lot That he I don't know, he kind of I don't know, I'm not giving him any credit But like he really maintained that He really kept that tight And that sort of said a lot to me about how Ever present, the camera was. Yeah, he
0: rolled with it. Even though I've I've seen that he said later how much he hated those being in those videos. But like, you know, but you could. There was these. There was a tiny moment of like, because yeah, he was like, oh yeah, and then he commented on the the, because it was a pink color on the thing, Mm -hmm. and she's like, no, that's not that. Like she. Because he was, and you know, he was like pink. Oh, is a gr- no? That's just the thing, you know, whatever. And then he he was like, no, I know, I know. I, I like there was a quick back and forth that, like,
1: I thought it was like passive aggression because I would think on his third child, he would know that most pregnancy tests are pink for girls. You know what I mean? It's not because of. <laughs> The baby's a girl, but they make shit pink for ladies. So I I would think that he would know that. I almost assumed it was like a passive-aggressive dig, like...
0: That he wanted a son? Yeah. uh, Yeah.
1: Like, sort of like, oh, well, if, you know, if it's going to be a girl, like, I'm sort of keeping my excitement low. That's sort of how I read it. I don't know.
0: No, that's interesting. I, I... Because that would make sense that he would know by the third time. I just kind of thought he was like a little dumb and then was just getting defensive about being kind of a a, or just. Yeah. Or just. But that makes a little more
1: sense. So that's where, like, I've sort of become like interested in if he's passive aggressive, because that to me is a big sign. Shanann's very outward she wants to talk She's very front facing like that's her She had no problem being In an MLM which requires you To be like hustling and have your face out there Or whatever else Mm. Chris like he He seems Like he would be the type who's more like He has feelings about stuff but he kind of keeps Them buried and maybe it comes out in passive Aggression Mm. Mm -hmm. and so that's Sort of what I was looking for I don't know. I don't know. know. That was just a moment.
0: Definitely. I think he keeps his feelings buried because especially with strong women or type A personalities, which, you know, his mom seemed like just watching the brief interviews with her. She seems like it seems like he's probably somebody that buried his emotions his whole life and, you know, just kind of was a people pleaser in the sense that like. Okay.
1: Yeah, I I wonder if he was cuz some people say he was devoid of emotion cuz we do see a few displays later on where it's like do you even know how people feel, bro? Like do you know how humans work? Um Yeah,
0: yeah. Well,
1: but clearly, I also think yeah, I also think that he always would attach himself probably because of his mother to sort of more dynamic women nicole in her own world was like that Shanann was Mm -hmm. like that his mom was like that he seems like someone who's almost like a i don't know to give him a labels like not it's not going to be enough to like really say i think he is a classic like overt narcissist in some ways where mm. he just sort of hides under the cover of a much more openly narcissistic person mm-hmm. and like reaps the benefits of that. Yeah. But like secretly is kind of the worst of the two. Oh, absolutely. You yeah, know? Yeah. Um. But who knows? Well, anyway, it is
0: interesting about him being devoid of emotion because I can see him detaching himself or being able to compartmentalize in a sociopathic way. That's like, you know, I mean, obviously if you're, can kill your children you got some real detachment uh you know
1: i mean okay so then there's this and the next scene which is also why i want to play this is like he at the oil fields or whatever he's talking to his co-worker and he just really starts to naturally pitch thrive like either he really believes in this product, or he's about his wife's business. But he slipped into what I would consider to be sort of like an artificial friendliness, where mm-hmm. he was like, you know, having this bond with this coworker that seemed to kind of have him at an arm's distance. Like I, I don't think that they were like truly bros. I bet Chris would be his fourth best friend at work. You know?
0: Yeah. It was. It was. They. They were trying to do a lot. In this one little scene, they were trying to do a lot. They were trying to show that he's lost weight uh, from being on the Thrive supplements. So that's, you know, he dropped the ring, his coworker, you know, and then they were trying to reveal that people knew about the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole, he was not very thankful for the gift card.
1: That, he was uh, not <laughs> thankful for <that> the <laughs> gift really, card.
0: That was like, you know, this is going to an integral part later and and you're just really you yeah like two words of just like oh, thanks a gift
1: card. I could do a part three on the gift card I, like I, I am fascinated <laughs> by this concept that like companies <laughs> have gift cards that you can buy and I'm assuming it's like a visa credit card where it's like you just have you can just spend it on whatever and they give these out like I don't know did do you buy them within the company do you use some sort of points you have he's able to use it at any rest like, the concept of these company gift cards is blowing my mind.
0: It is blowing my mind because I don't know. Like, and it, it wasn't, the, it, it, I, I couldn't tell because he was later, I don't want to skip ahead, but he did say at some point to Nicole, like, oh, yeah, the company gives them to me. Might as well use them. And yeah. I I didn't know if that was, I, I thought that was part fabrication of like, obviously he's not getting like, you know, reaping in the gift cards no company, it's but...
1: it's fully real okay because like they were talking about that I mean this is the credit card with shenan things sort of drives me crazy like the whole sort of I think that the the underlying credit card drama was a lot for me because I don't like money conversations to begin with and I mm-hmm. certainly don't like to like nickel and dime about certain things. But at the same time, I understand why she was tracking his finances. But at the same time, I think that that was the last thing he felt like he had control over. And when he got stuck using these company gift cards, that was going to be good enough for a while. But eventually he was going to start Charging things on his card for his mistress again Mm -hmm. and this was gonna blow up either way It was like the credit card in some ways were was really like their undoing and I think The thing that spurred a lot of major issues for them
0: Yeah, they didn't really go into like the reality of how much credit card debt these people had Uh, You know, they mentioned Like her tracking it and like him spending like she said to the friend, her friend uh, at some point, like
1: Nicole. Uh, her real her, her name in real life is Nicole, but they call her Amber. I think in this movie. Okay,
0: yes, and she was like, you know, Chris this, you know, you know, did. They, it was just like a one line thing. That's the thing, like you said, like an hour and twenty seven minutes. They're really trying to cram in a lot of. Uh,
1: they get they detail. get a lot done, but like yeah. when you think about the last like big fight they ever had. It's about a $62 dinner with a salmon and a beer. And then she winds up looking at the menu and calls him and is like, there's no way that costs $62. And I think for me in that moment, unless he had already had seeds planted, which we probably will never know. I think that he was like, she controls everything about my life and now she's controlling my fucking affair. And I, and like a psycho he he went there. This was his way to like end the sort of bullshit about the credit card bill and everything else. Like they were in crazy debt though, as you say. Their house they were trying to sell it actively when they um they were in the process of sort of talking about it spiffing up the house or whatever. They had already declared bankruptcy once and they were about to potentially declare it again, which is what's so crazy to me is that they made pretty good money and it seemed like for a pyramid scheme, she was not the traditional story. She was kind of killing it.
0: Yeah. But the, yeah, there's, uh, but the, yeah, I I think so. But then there was like, I've read a little bit about that, about how it worked there, which is very similar to all, you know, uh, pyramid schemes, which was like, you have to, you have to get a certain number of, Of points sales by a certain time, and if you don't hit that, even if you're, you know, like right almost there, then you go back to the stage before and Mm -hmm. have to build up again. Some, so at some point, she claimed that she was like, like, um, at some level, but then later on, on another Facebook post, she was at the level below. Oh,
1: okay, she probably lost like some of her downline or something too. Like all these things happen. Like it's a lot. The pyramid scheme thing is like, I don't know.
0: Mm. I had a friend, uh, well, two things. One thing is that the, I think the maybe part of the reason Chris was pushing the business so hard is that like he wanted, I mean, they needed money. So it's like, Absolutely, she's doing yeah. well, like, let's try to, you know. Um, but then it made, it made me think of when I was uh, in junior high My, I had a friend, a neighbor friend, whose dad was in Amway. Okay. And uh, that was, and he was at a level where they would have, they had product pickup once or twice a week, or once every two weeks, where people, all the people under him would come to their house and pick up their products, the soaps and different things that they sell, and they would have this motivational meetings and everything. So their whole garage was just loaded with. Products and like motivational tapes that we used to take and tape over and like with music and use them as our cassette tapes.
1: Was Amway basically like you know a person who has a mini Costco in their house? Like, is that it was like I know it was like household goods, like things yeah, you would it wasn't probably qu- buy anyway. I was not quite the
0: level of, um, of, of products that you would find at, at a Costco, but uh, yeah, a lot of cleaning stuff that I remember, and then. And yeah, and was it cheaper? Not that I, I don't. It's odd. I don't know the benefits, but I, but, but his dad did sit me and two other friends of his from high school down one time with a whiteboard and try to pitch us on selling. Like boys, I'm gonna, I'm about to offer you something really special, and like tried to, you know, like pitch us on selling Amway. Did you
1: know it was crazy?
0: Yeah, even at the time I think I could tell that this is not even even they made they made a decent living but I think his mom was a teacher and like you know it was um I could t- tell that it was something about it was uh, could be a little shaky.
1: I mean possibly. that's like when you know you're in a pyramid scheme is like it just doesn't fucking make sense. Like oh I have to buy x amount of product before I can even like talk to new people but i can't you know i have to go out and like harass these people i went to high school with like when things don't make sense that's a pyramid scheme
0: yeah like i never got a whiff of desperation because the dad was so confident and so like you know so it didn't seem like oh there's Bad dealings going on here. It just seemed kind of like, how does this work?
1: A little greasy. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, just just... the whole
0: thing in general. Like you have a, you know, like a a chart. Like you know, I'm and it it was like jewels. Like I'm at ruby. I'm at ruby level, but I want to go double diamond. Like you know, the kings over in you know Flint Ridge. You know, whatever. And uh, yeah, we
1: did go to a couple Mary Kay parties, my mom and I, and I actually really it cleaned up my uh, teenage skin, their teen facial wash. It was I used it forever. It was great. But I remember there was one woman who would, you know, come around sometimes. And I could just tell that it was her job to check in and show up at these meetings because she had earned the pink Mary Kay Cadillac. Like, whatever the big car is, it was, like, their thing. And she had earned that. And it was almost like... Oh, you get a glimpse of it guys like this is like look at this elegant woman who comes in and she's put together And she's got the car and she has the family and she has it all And you know, I was maybe I was like teenager maybe 14 or something at the time But I remember being like wow, like it's almost too good to be true And sure enough it is but I mean god thinking about all those times. It's like thinking about Times you could have been sex trafficked Like all the times you could have Gotten into an MLM and just had No idea you yeah, know Yeah. But this leads well into That's a whole other podcast. Our <laughs> next well, I'm sure we'll talk about it in the second Half <laughs> but um, she, We go into Shanann doing a testimony About how she's not uh, she's been doing This for Not even that long And she's already gotten Multiple work trips And vacations That she's won So I'm assuming That this video Was recorded sometime Around April She started in January Of that year Um, She says that she's going to Cancun next Year with Chris and the most rewarding Part of this for her is that she gets to see So many people's lives change because of Thrive Um, she says to her audience Ask yourself ask yourself If this job that you have allows You to live your best life because you Deserve that everyone does Just be happy period end Of story Um, It's those Non it's those inspirational Non quotes you know Mm -hmm. It's very that's their whole business It's like all Facebook All that All that internet Sort of False wisdom mm-hmm. s- Stuff that people Who aren't really Your friends say to you um, That's basically What these women Are told Told to peddle Like that's how you make The connection With your audience um, She says that she's going To be at the Double Tree That weekend And she'll be giving out Free packages To the first 50 people uh, If they can't see her there She'll be in North Carolina The next week Getting her Strive on Um the actress does a great job Sort of showing Shanann's enthusiasm For this product Yeah She was I, genuinely I, Enthused Like Every time A new bar came in She got a new flavor She would be like mm, Oh this is so good Bella Celeste Have a bite Like she was working the room It was She was great at it
0: Yeah Yeah Or like when she was live Streaming And you know oh, Hey Cynthia Hey You know I, I gotta see you next time in ca- I'm in Canada Like you know the, the- she
1: made everyone count I think that this is the thing It's like you could be very successful At this if you got in the right time And you had that exact personality Like this isn't some for someone Who like thinks they can mold themselves To be that Like you just have to be a natural cheerleader Effortlessly like life of the party Miss congeniality Like that has to be you In order to do well at this And she had that I think for sure Whether it's false or not Like it feels like In the greater scheme Of things in life Are you like is that woman on Facebook selling me stuff? Really, my friend? No, but she's like she, pleasant she did to have watch. A
0: warmth, yeah,
1: yeah. I be- I believed her. Um, real Shannan. I think that she was actually very passionate about this, and also I thought the actress sold it. Um, so the neighbor comes knocking on the door, lets herself in while Shanann was doing her live stream. I love that dynamic right away that you set up of just the neighbor that sort of lets mm-hmm. herself in. Here
0: comes Amber, and she's Nicole. like,
1: "What's this about baby number three Like she has no fucking. Time. <laughs> Time for any of this shit, which is what's so true about real life, Nicole Atkinson. That I stand like I actually am. A, I'm a huge. I would do anything. I'd pay ten thousand dollars at a charity lunch for to, to meet with um, my girl, Nicole Atkinson. I think she's everything. Uh, yeah, I
0: I see. I was confused when we talked briefly over email when you mentioned Nicole um, and. Oh. And, and I thought you were talking about uh, Nikki, Nicole, the, Nicole
1: Kessinger, yeah. the,
0: the mistress. And so I was like, I, I was taking what you had told me over email about Nicole and applying it to the other Nicole. I and mean, I kept thinking i'm not sure if this is adding were adding you like up. this
1: doesn't seem like molly like this is <laughs> no but i was just like
0: well i was just kept waiting because you were like the way they portrayed her like i don't know it was yeah but because it was close anyway but now so
1: it was april tellick is the name of this actress and i want to say that she's like serving me like almost like katherine Hahn levels of like Sidekick movie moments Where I'm just like She's so buyable It's like, like I Catherine buy her
0: Hahn And Jennifer Coolidge Like
1: uh. 100- Oh yeah Because I mean This picture also of her On her IMDB is iconic She looks like She's yes. like Backstage at a WWE event Like she looks Unbelievable <laughs> I love her. She's great. So um, she's like, by the way, Chris has been looking great lately. And Shanann's all like, yeah, you know, he's he's really striving. He's striving. He's lost a bunch of weight. He's feeling good about himself. Can you believe that the Chris Watts we knew once had an extra 65 pounds on him? I can. That's hard. To, it's hard for me to imagine him chubby. She wouldn't have been chubby, but chubbier, like yeah. soft. I can't, I don't know. Yeah. Chris Watts is ripped. Um, so she's excited to show her her new app. Shanann found this new app that keeps track of all of your credit card charges, just in case your purse gets stolen. And, um, and that's when they get in the dig about Chris's spending. Well, she's like, <laughs> let's be real. Like, you can track your husband through that. Well, I'm going to keep forgetting her name, Amber. It's Amber in the movie. Okay, so, because I want to call her by her name, just to make sure that Nicole Atkinson Gets her due Absolutely And isn't confused With our Our villain So um, She says that They're going to be In North Carolina For six weeks Her and the kids um, She's going to get To see their families Do some relaxing Chris is going to join Like halfway through Um that seems like a lot to me For a newly pregnant woman to bring her two kids Across the country and be away from her husband For three weeks
0: Yeah, even at her parents house
1: So she asked her friend uh, to take a video For her, because she needs to make a Father's Day video for Chris
0: Yes, this was This was um, a red flag Not a red flag uh, I mean, as far as sincerity goes uh, It's odd To have your Friend Do it, it's like a show. Like she she could have done that. She's she filmed so much on her own anyway. She could have been by herself making a Father's Day video for Chris.
1: It was like a very impersonal, personal message. Like I think she really believed it. I also just don't understand why it had to be a video. Because there's so many ways to say this. I know for me, the last thing I would want, like if it was like A boyfriend or you know I've never I've never been married so I don't know that deep Bond but I can imagine it would be the same I would never want like a video Of my boyfriend telling me he loves Me I would want like a card Like I would feel so uncomfortable Watching a video
0: I would want a cameo
1: Personally, (laughs) I want my husband to join cameo. Uh,
0: (laughs) Well, I want a cameo from another celebrity, Uh, you know, like a third tier celebrity telling me that my husband or speaking of
1: celebrities. Do you want me to refer you on cameo? I can give you a cameo code and people can order cameos from you. I'll zip it right over. I'm on there. I only charge 30 bucks. I really don't have much to say to people and I'm sure they don't want to hear from me. But um, I, that is it's really, it's really once you're in, you're in baby. Yeah. You
0: know? Well, hey, look, I am it's certainly a possibility.
1: I'm like, if seven people bought cameos for me, then it must be the easiest business in the world. Watch. Like, I sound like I'm selling a pyramid scheme right now. <laughs> All you um, have to
0: do is get three other people to cameo <laughs> under you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's also hard to find people To cameo like you do get your referral Code but it's like hard to find people That feel like they need to join Cameo
0: yeah It's it's it's, uh, yeah I think I would have to sit down and think about It for a little bit
1: Um, So she says in the video hi Chris I just wanted to say that we are So blessed to have you in our lives And you do so much for us and you take Such good care of us and you're the reason I was brave enough to say to Agree to number three You're so incredible, and we're really lucky to have you in our lives. Happy Father's Day. Okay. So, (laughs) what I'm almost like confused if this is like creating proof that he wanted the third baby. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm. I'm just. I just don't under. I don't understand why else this needed to be filmed. Again, this isn't like a criticism, but I'm just looking at the highlights of what was said in the video, and I feel like.
0: And this, you're this the must reason certainly I was be a, a real video that exists. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So, I mean, I think I. I don't actually know if I've seen this, but I believe I feel like that's a strange thing to fabricate, to make up. Yeah. Um, okay, so Chris and Shanann go out on a date that night. Um, this is going to set up a little bit of their dynamic. Tough to watch. Um, <laughs> I thought was. at first that this—I mean, it was—it it was rough. It, it was. was. I thought this restaurant at first was, by the way, like a half upscale like dining place, half sports <laughs> bar. And then I realized it's they're in the DoubleTree restaurant, and that's the Strive conference behind them.
0: Oh, I did not even, wow.
1: So they're having this like sort of tiff, uh, which we'll hear in a moment, right in front of the Thrive family. So Uh, things were messy, I think.
0: Yeah, that's, she she says hi to a couple of people off camera. And I just thought. She's (laughs) the the belle of the ball. I just thought like, oh, she's, you know, she just, she's very sociable. She knows people she's trying to get like, you know, constantly trying to get. Customers, So she's just, yeah. I, no,
1: I, I actually, I agree with you. I think that because it, it is probably true either way. I think she plays well in town. Like mm-hmm. I feel like she's someone that would know people at the local restaurant no matter what. So I I watched it the first two times I watched this. I thought that was like a half Dave and Buster's and that we were sort of seeing like bowling lanes or something.
0: <laughs> They're on the Dance Dance Revolution. Hey, Jessica.
1: <laughs> That's what it looked like. And I also was like, is he facing the screen? I'm like is this asshole watching football During dinner Um, Turns out it's just the strive conference Um, I also want to say You guys won't be able to see this but imagine it Shanann's wardrobe I think was It was like she bought around being Able to show her patch Yes. Like she had a lot of cold shoulder tops And like tops with cutouts And you could always see that patch And of course with Thrive Much like my eye patch that I used to help Cure my lazy eye when I was a child <laughs> um, My mom would draw like Big Bird or whatever I wanted on there for the day Those Thrive patches are for Style honey they have cheetah They have leopard neon tie dye like, Tie dye yeah They yeah. consider any sort of aesthetic you may have And they think they're cute With their patches for and- sure The very first shot
0: of her... I, it, I thought she was wearing BDSM like uh, like some sort of bondage gear just for two seconds because the way it's cut it's like these straps, straps and then the thr- then the big old psychedelic thrive patch on the arm um, <laughs> it does, it really. She
1: she did love an off the shoulder top and I actually do. I think it's like kind of sweet that this is what they interpreted to be her date night outfit. Yeah. It's like same t-shirt as home but sparkly um, <laughs> Alright, let's play 1005 uh, to 1134 you look so sexy really thanks water water toast to a boy a boy have you thought about names
0: christopher watts the second you don't love it. Okay. Um maybe we could name him after my dad. Edward? Eddie.
1: Eddie? I want him to have friends. <laughs> I want him to be liked. I was thinking about um Nico. Okay, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Nico Christopher Watts?
1: Nico Lee Watts? Hell. Oh. Um, you ready to order? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. Do
0: you have any kind meat. of like grilled chicken something? Okay. We have a grilled chicken salad. Let's have two of those. Love two? Thank you.
1: Judith, hi Kevin, hi Judith. Hey, Chanel. you are so fun. Let's <laughs> oh,
0: Let me just say quickly that 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 was um, totally the thrive. <laughs> I, oh. see, I saw the signs in the background, the balloons. Yeah, I don't know what I. It,
1: I, it took me. I really had to focus in because I'm like, "What's going to be your like bit about Dave and Buster's? Like, what are you? What's your take on them being in Dave and Buster's?" And <laughs> finally, it was only when I examined that closely. So that was a very rough scene. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah.
1: I think that we have to acknowledge this as well. Is that Even though someone had something very horrible that they did not deserve happen to them, they are still, they were still in life, a complicated person Mm -hmm. that has as many sort of love it or don't love it personality traits as you could have. And, you know, a lot of people thought that maybe this was a little unfair to Shanann or that they Mm -hmm. made her seem a certain way. I think that they have to set up a cartoonish version of their dynamic but I wouldn't be shocked if this was similar to a conversation or something that they had in real life. When you're married, you have a shorthand. You know, you sort of know, like, okay, I got to cut this off here. She's not going to listen to me. This isn't worth the fight. Here's how I steamroll them. You kind of know a little bit. I think that I think that something like this could have very easily happened between them, and it doesn't necessarily mean that she was a rough person just really more means that like that was their communication pattern.
0: Yeah, I think um I think that they the, you have to magnify these things for dramatic uh scenarios and uh I think that like um, you know, I was I, I cuz I was thinking about this earlier uh, like you were saying that people can be complicated. And obviously what he did, nothing that she did warrants what happened to her. Um, uh, but I, I did feel like at, at points, the movie like almost, you know, almost paints him as a victim of these. Of you know whether it's a strong woman or a siren or like you know yeah. like, like he's just being tossed around by these you know
1: he's just caught up like caught up in all of it, like he's just in the middle of all this and and I suppose you know if like the ending
0: had been like he you know drove away on his own uh into the sunset in a VW bus with the dog and was like I'm going to find myself.
1: I got to go see about a girl and then he drives off to California. That's the end of goodwill hunting. I think is. that you could if you pasted that into this movie it would be perfect. Well,
0: you could you could very much then be like, well, yeah, f- screw all them, you know, but the fact that he did Something so horrendous, it, it, then it makes it hard to see to see these little negative parts of the other people, you know, because you, you're like, well, they're the victims, you know, why are we? But you, I, that's what you have to do with the. You it's know, also how dramatizing he, a story like this in an hour and a half, you know, you have to magnify these little parts, so you have to see where she might have upset him, you know. Um,
1: I don't want to be like. So overly sensitive To the people that really You know care about the victims in this case That I'm not being fair Here and like giving an actual Assessment I do not Think they should have been married I think that This marriage was their Patterns were already established And it was toxic and that they should Not have been married and the way That he chose to get out of it Was Worst case scenario beyond Mm -hmm. Um but, I mean, it didn't seem like they were getting along for a while. And I think anyone who would watch something like that or see some of the tenseness and obviously what happened, they they wouldn't argue that this was like a good relationship that could have been saved. This isn't Nicole... Um, Nicole uh, Kessinger's problem either. Like, yes, she's a huge problem in this situation, but they still did not have a great marriage, I don't think.
0: No, it didn't seem like it. It seemed like that if, you know, he came in at a time when she was sick and she clearly seems like she might be a high maintenance person Mm -hmm. and, and you know, that can be a lot to deal with and somebody like him might have like had just kept you know just reached a threshold where and he doesn't have the the kind of social or mental capacity to like common sense his way out of a a conflict like this, yeah, and so it's like oh, I just have to get rid of it all, you know and, and that's just where the sociopathic kind of and ignorance. You know, uh, of just doing what he did is being trapped.
1: No, you're absolutely over your head right.
0: And then being like, oh, I just, if I just bury it.
1: Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. It was, I it was just, it was, uh, it was so terribly fucking mishandled, <laughs> which is the understatement of the century. <laughs> what did you say? I'm it just was just said. so terribly handled. Yes, like, exactly. it just, all of this was like, Really terribly handled And but beyond that We should remember too That Chris sought out Shanann He was the one who reached out To her on Facebook She had just gone through a breakup She wasn't Mm -hmm. interested in dating And he sort of really pursued her And I think that there is Something about him That's drawn to these sort of Domineering female figures Mm. In his life He went for her And then right away The mom got really jealous And that dynamic Is so unfortunately common Like I think we all Have known that person Where the mom's like, you stole my little boy And Mm -hmm. the woman's just trying to live her fucking life And then the two of them get pitted against each other And it's always portrayed as a nightmare for the son But in reality, like, if you married someone You have to stand up to your family And be like, this is the person I chose He didn't seem like he was ever able to do that And his family really fed to the weakest parts of him Yeah, They really, like, fueled those weak parts And that's why... I I mean I think they they genuinely are also deluded that family the Watts family that they think he really is not to blame for his actions.
0: Oh yeah, I mean wh- I haven't I haven't uh, gone far enough down the rabbit hole to to hear alternate theories from his mother, but but it's very clear that she.
1: I mean, I think you know, no, someone
0: or that she might think that uh, oh he he did it, but she brought it on herself. I don't I, I think
1: it's the I think it's the latter like I think that she doesn't think he didn't do it. I think she knows he did it, but I think she's like, well, who wouldn't in his situation? Which is like, well, most people, Cindy, most people would not do that. Um, so they're at home banging it out after the failed TGI Fridays date. Um, and Bella comes in and she's like, what rhymes with helicopter? And Shan's like, I'll help you. So I don't know what homework she was doing in the middle of the night as a three-year-old. I thought you said, where's my helicopter? She said, what rhymes Rhyme- with helicopter? <laughs> Shanann gets out of bed and Chris lays there Just like looking fed up And I, I will say Like if that was anything else that that child Wanted to know about I would not under. I would be like okay of course if she needs Milk or something you get right out of bed you help her Last thing you want is your kid Watching you have sex because they need Juice okay but The other side Of that is it's like Go to bed. Like, you're not even, you're four. You're not even in school. Like, you don't have homework. Like, why are you asking me about rhymes? I, I,
0: I yeah, I, I thought it was just, just in thinking that she ha- wanted to know where her helicopter was, which mm-hmm. uh, I thought that was weird enough. Like, what four year old has a toy helicopter? I, I just, I don't know. But then if it was what rhymes with helicopter that's just bananas
1: what i mean i think that might have been literally like the writer's way of saying like she would get out she would ditch chris for the smallest reasons maybe well yeah i love it I don't know So we see Shanann Getting the kids into a taxi So they all go to the airport To North Carolina It's a sweet goodbye You can see like She's the family cheerleader She's really sweet With the kids He doesn't appear Especially emotionally distant In this scene But he's not also Super engaged The way that she, He's not his hands on mm-hmm. um, Chris stares at the house After they pull off And omin- ominous music Why can't I ever say that word o- Ominous 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 music starts to play um, And they're doing this Like weird person Perspective thing on the house where he's getting smaller and the house is getting bigger. I don't know what this is supposed to symbolize other than maybe he's like speeding out of his mind on Thrive or that the house is a big burden to him. Yeah,
0: like debt or what or kind of just like what is what what is my life?
1: There you go I think that could be it um, Then we cut to our girl Tammy In the squad interview room She's been listening to Chris Describe their relationship And she goes Well it sounds like you were very happy And he's like Yeah we were And then we weren't Last time we spoke She wanted to separate And Tammy says that It seemed like they have great jobs good, uh, Great kids Great house What what was missing? Chris says he doesn't know You'd have to ask Shannon. Mm-hmm. Um where did she, Tammy get the idea that they have, like, good jobs and are making good money?
0: Like, already investigating? I mean, is she
1: just sort of, like, is she sort of or bullshitting just, that so that he'll be like, no, we're fucking bankrupt? Or sorry. were they really... I'm interested about
0: that. Yeah, that's a good question. If you're, it's, I don't know if it's a leading question or if it's, like, they had done their research.
1: They played him, like, a fucking fiddle in Mm. this room it is like actually it's like gorgeous it's like watching sports like a well-done football Mm -hmm. play like you're like "Mm -hmm, that was worth the cte executed yeah totally so then we get the little patch pills shake montage again and then we cut to the offices that chris reports to i'm guessing that because of the job where you, I don't was he an oil rig guy? I don't know what the, he does something with oil. I don't think any of us need to know. Um, It doesn't matter, but it seems like they report to a lot of different fields. And then there's also a bunch of different offices. And so sometimes they go to the office that's closest to them. Sometimes they have to go to the main office because this doesn't look like the place he goes every day for work.
0: It doesn't. And in reading the small bit I did about, Nicole his mistress they make her look like she's just like a receptionist on in a construction site trailer like that's but I think I think she had some sort of agricultural like I think there was she had an actual not that that's not an actual job but I, they certainly seem to kind of demote her in she this she
1: had like well because she in, in an interview I was listening to earlier she was really concerned during her sort of interrogation process about losing her job. And she had apparently lived on an oil rig for like five years and it was like hell. And she finally got to leave. That environment And was working At a desk job Where she felt Comfortable mm-hmm. But from what I understand She literally like Lived in an oil rig A field Or whatever She okay. called it a rig I don't I really don't know I don't know what Fracking I mean, is I don't know about Any of this shit
0: Well cause some of those oil rig- Like there's There's ones that are like, Out at sea Which that That could Like you'd be Really would Have to be Living there And trapped out there And
1: that could No wonder she was so horny You know what I mean <laughs> Um, But anyway When we meet Nicole um, Who becomes his mistress We know the least about her In this portrayal Um, And I think this is where the most imaginative Storytelling is in this movie Is whatever Mm. it was that happened between them Because Mm -hmm. Nicole did her best To bury information I don't know if she took a secret deal That we still do not know about to this day But it's crazy that she wasn't pursued based on some of the stuff that's out there. And, you know, a lot of this, a lot of her story were at her mercy um, for some reason or another. There was deleted texts that never got retrieved, all sorts of stuff. Um, so because of that, I think we should play the scene where they meet um, and how things sort of quickly picked up between them. The first thing we see in this office is Chris walking in and slipping um, his wedding band off when he sees Nicole is working. Um, 14.05 to 15.45.
0: Hey, Jim. Safety office. Please hold. Hey.
1: Hi. What can I do for you? I'm easy. Good, because if one more person asks me about a replacement safety valve, I might not come back from lunch. I'm serious. I'm just going to get in my car and just drive. Well... And that's the sixth one today, but I like you. So glad you like me. Don't want to get to your head. Too late. If you have any problems, give me a call.
0: Thanks. You're
1: quitting. What? Good for you.
0: Oh no, I no, I don't, I don't smoke. I uh, it's strive. Is that like a religious thing or? <laughs> no, it's like uh, I don't know, vitamins and minerals helps your body get like, fit, you know. You look all right. Just all right. You look good.
1: Call me if you have any problems or even if you don't So very taken with her she's openly flirty with him when he comes home he watches porn on the big screen uh in yes, his living kissing, room which
0: is kissing porn
1: Bold it is like I would feel so dirty Doing that in my own house I live in alone by myself Let alone knowing that My children live here yes They may be out of town but like what if it Imprints on the walls or something You can't watch porn on a big screen That seems like so it seems Criminal to me
0: yeah It's 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 not something I would uh, choose to do It seems odd Uh, It's like it's just very, uh, yeah, I don't know, it, I, and that's, the, like, did that happen, or was that just kind of like, is that the way to kind of show us in, you know, literally three seconds, I think something? people
1: were s- sort of suggesting online that that definitely didn't happen. I took it as a tip that maybe the Thrive was starting to have an effect on his libido. And, like, that's a, where... Like myth. Yeah sort of like I mean because he's like You know he's lifting weights He's horny he's like watching Porn in the living room he has a mistress Like it the the Storyline with strive Or thrive like sort of leads You to a lot of places and I think one of Them is that it might have really affected his libido. Um Yeah
0: I mean or you could go so far as to say That the you know it affected his Mind
1: in, to- oh totally You know
0: Um, I did read a a real interview with with the mistress Nicole where she did say like at some point it was like he was on speed
1: Yeah, yeah, she did say that and that's I did start to wonder if that was her coming in on the side trying to create a defense for Chris against Thrive Mm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. thought she's very crafty Nicole is interesting um, Okay, so he opens the fridge And he sees all these pre-packed meals That Shanana's has made it, it does look very ordered It looks very like, okay, I can choose from one of these Five blue Tupperwares and I don't like any of them mm-hmm. um, He decides to give that girl Nicole a call So they go on a hiking date together I'm not going to lie, the main reason why I want to watch this scene is because There is a Jesus Jones reference in there um 1713 to 1833 sometimes i just
0: want to get in my car and say the hell with it and drive away and never look back and go where
1: i don't know figure it out when i get there how about you where'd you rather be you kidding
0: right here right now no place i'd rather be
1: Girls, I'd love this place. Girls. Daughters. Oh, um, Bella and
0: Cece. They're dad. Yeah. Oh, here. Okay. That's Bella. Cece's on the right. And you're married. Why don't you We're wear separated. a ring? separated. Separated. We live in the same house, but, like, we sleep in the basement, like, just trying to sell the home, you know, keep things cool for the kids, so... Hey, would I lie to you? (laughs) Would I lie to you? What time am I picking you up on Friday?
1: Friday's my birthday.
0: You got plans?
1: Guess I do now. So, I'm saying... Why did they have to bring Jesus Jones into this mess? That's There's no question. way that that's a coincidence.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's you know, you think about like the age. You know, I don't. I can't remember who penned this. Actually, I do. Barbara, Marshall. Barbara Marshall. She's
1: young. She may not. She may not know. She seems young. Yeah, maybe she's not a Jesus it could Jones be just fan. In her
0: subconscious that you know iconic lyric
1: i'm gonna have to reach out barbara tweet me um okay. which is funny
0: that because i didn't i didn't get it as the jesus jones reference oddly enough it just um, didn't it just didn't hit me in the same way totally see it now but but the way nicole reacted to it in the moment it's almost like she did because she was like she kind of smirked and walked away. And it's almost like, Is she
1: a Jesus Jones stand?
0: Or, or not, you know, or like, Don't try to hit me up with this Jesus Jones line that I've heard a million times before.
1: <laughs> actually, that's like, that's it. I think that I think you just fucking cracked the case, dude. I actually think that is 100% right. Barbara, I'm sorry I doubted you. So, um, I mean, this is this scene, though, is the essence of why I think a lot of people cheat. It's that they have like, you know, this thing going on in their marriage and they have this commitment. But then they find someone else who brings new ideas and new experiences to the table. And then all of a sudden it's like they're seeing the world through new eyes and it's escapism, total escapism. Mm -hmm. Um, But it also looks so sad. Like, it's so sad to see this dad roaming around in the woods while his pregnant wife and his two kids are across the country with his fam it's like it's so dark
0: yeah super dark super dark that like he's feels so trapped and in over his head by something that by something that could be That brings so many other people so much joy, you know? Right. Based on the dynamics of the relationship with his wife, also based on just his own interpersonal, you know, emotional and mental state. But like, yeah, that he sees that as just like this... Darkness, like I, I think, really that cutting back to that scene of him looking at the house and the house kind of looming up, and because then, then we go, then he's like feeding the dog and looking inside the refrigerator, and it's just like it's all here, stacked up, like against me,
1: exactly, you know? and and it goes to show how much he must have been feeling that because he went to a park with a girl from work, and like all of a sudden. His whole universe has opened up for him. Um, I will say that I just dating tip, guys. I don't know if y'all will agree or not. For me, I think if you're going to date someone with kids, for me, it's very important that they don't tell me about their like details. I don't want to see pictures. I don't think it's my business. I don't I think it's like a little I know I've never had a kid, so I don't I don't know. How impossible it is to not bring them up But I feel like it's okay to say you have kids But once you're showing pictures and stuff It feels like you're kind of passing your kids around what? i feel uncomfortable with that
0: but at some point obviously like what what are you talking oh, about i'm like,
1: fine dating someone and knowing that they have kids like going in on a first date i would love that's fine but you don't, but when you, they're telling yeah. me their names and their interests the and showing me or, pictures like early on you mean yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. because i'm like protect your kids you don't know me like what if i'm a fucking psycho What if I am you know like I (laughs) (laughs) I think that That's I don't know just as a kid Who had a single mom I'm like you don't Need to you don't need not every Every person you meet needs to know about Your kids it's just the truth It's like predators on the internet Plus single moms out there hello Pedophiles Out here trying to date To snatch your kids up and that's just The truth single mothers are very Vulnerable um, and you can't, I mean, tell me that Nicole wouldn't have been a shitty stepmom. We cut back to Chris talking more with Tammy. Um, and he says that he knew something was definitely up with Shan when she was in, uh, North Carolina. Tammy wants to know if maybe she suspected that something was up. Maybe she was pulling away. And Chris scoffs at the idea that there could possibly be someone else. It, that's just not Shanann. That's not her. He says, I'm not the kind of guy that would go off And just sleep with anyone either Like, Not not the people who know me They know who I am, people know me And that's not the kind of guy I am So Tammy never brought up infidelity And, all, and already he's sort of Not just clearing himself of potentially Having a mistress, but also being like There's no cheating whatsoever No way, not cheating, not us um, So that's gonna bite him In the ass yeah. later um, Shan is back home in North Carolina uh, Doing a live from the The porch of her parents house she wants to talk about Mindfulness she's really grateful for Her house so this is where we find out that she was Diagnosed with lupus a few years back Um, That's actually why they Moved to Colorado was To help uh, Shanann's lupus Um She says that she discovered Thrive and she got her happy back. And also her husband, Chris, um, he's the best. And she can't wait to see what the future holds for him. And this is when they
0: they intercut that with him, like, lifting weights, listening to heavy metal music.
1: Yes. And And
0: striving out.
1: This is aggressive because he definitely isn't. It's not easy for him, but he shows no sign of stopping, like, benching these major weights. Like, he's doing curls with, like, I mean that's two double mattresses he's holding like that is heavy shit um i'm blown away by just anything anytime anyone's lifting something i'm like jesus christ take a break
0: um oh also this was this is where we see um just and i don't know if this is real life but he uh, just how many prime uh uh, Tribal tattoos Oh yeah Tribal tattoos he has I also call them primal tattoos
1: They um, are primal
0: But, but uh, I mean like Large back piece Arms It's it's really That's a lot of red flags It's a for little me insight
1: personally. You know It's a little Because he's also Kind of young To have those That was like yeah, a it was a real Like 90s Like ten, He had to have gotten them 10 years After they stopped being cool Which just also sort of shows That he doesn't really know who he is Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that all Was real and I kind of like The idea of the two of them thinking they're a little Sexy and rock and roll Like it's (laughs) so delightfully lame Um, So he does His patch, his pill, his thrive um, And then he waits for Nicole at a restaurant. Shanann calls From North Carolina and he answers the phone She gives him a cheerful update Uh, They're having fun at home He asks to talk to the girls And Nicole like walks in Right as they hand the phone back To their mom And he's like I gotta run The guys and I are Getting dinner Um, He hangs up on her Like mid-sentence Which is new for her Um,
0: Yeah She's very stunned
1: The minute Nicole walks in He is like Moth to a flame Um, He says Nikki In a birthday card, he wrote her. Nikki, your energy is insane. You heat me up. You make me melt. And then you cool me down like rain. Happy birthday.
0: And she says that may be the sweetest thing anyone's ever said to me.
1: (laughs) I wouldn't. I mean, so this is the other thing. Is that Chris and Nikki dated for, she says, only six weeks. So... And other people found out, you know, they, they had suspected something for a while. Later, the cops found out that she had been aware of Shanann as far back as 2017. So she had sort of been low key Facebook snooping on Shanann and Chris. I don't know if she heard Chris's name in the company somewhere, maybe spotted him or like she's maybe just like a little bit of a local Facebook celebrity. Because oh, all of her yeah. stuff was public. So Nicole had become aware of Shanann and was like Googling her. But then she and Chris only started. This was maybe a week after he met her that he wrote her that card. She's very narcissistic as well. She seems very sort of flattered by the idea, like in her interviews, that like he might have done this for her. Like maybe he killed his wife for me. Like it's very sick shit. Wow. Wow. Um, Also,
0: do you think this is real? That the or just a thing for the movies? That the card didn't have an envelope.
1: (laughs) I always think, okay, when they only do that in the movies and I time. think it's cause they can't deal with the whole, I mean, have you ever watched someone open an envelope? Yeah, it takes yeah. 20 minutes, yeah. you know, it's like a whole thing, Yeah. but I had the exact same realization. I was like, cause they don't have envelope time. This is lifetime. Yeah. Um, So she opens the gift, and it's a book, The Wandering Traveler, and she's impressed that he listens. Um, They look at each other for a moment, just completely silent, and he goes, did you feel that? Um, Gross. He pulls uh, her away from the table, and the two of them start making out like horny teenagers on the stairwell next to the bathroom.
0: Yeah, and they they took, there was a very long like tracking shot. Like He's like, come here, and he pulls her off screen, and then they like... You see a lot of what's going on in the kitchen with the line cooks, and before they turn a corner into the stairwell, and they're like, uh, she's she's kind of straddling him on in the stairwell. You um, see
1: like someone fighting with their manager in the kitchen I mean, about comping really, like the fish and chips for table twenty eight. <laughs> it's a, <laughs> It's, a, it's a, they
0: spend enough time getting there that you can really see like you know someone. Clocking in and out
1: That must have been A pricey location And they needed to get Like their money's worth Or something Yeah
0: Or they couldn't But then they couldn't Use an envelope You know It's like wait, <laughs> What's going on With your time management here
1: <laughs> um, So they go back to dinner Which surprised me Because I thought They would just get out of there At that point point. Um, and they're sitting next to each other Like all coupled up Completely in public, by the way. Like, oh yeah, like the fuck. I could never, I could never be that bold. And he notices that Nikki has quote unquote shit all in her teeth. Yes. And he, <laughs> so they said the S word, which is exciting. But then he starts to like pick the stuff out of her teeth, and she stops and she goes, "It's my snack for later." And he goes, "Gross." So apparently. Nicole had, like, what people consider to be cool girl syndrome, where, like, she sort of would, like, bro down with the boys. Then, like, she would, like, pull jokes like that. Like, oh, I like having stuff in my teeth. Like, she wasn't necessarily, um, like, a demure woman. And, like, that was her edge in her mind. And I think what drew people in. She didn't seem like someone who had a lot of girlfriends, you know?
0: No. I mean, you live on an oil derrick for five years, and you probably learn how to... uh Really brew it, brew it out.
1: There's that. That is so true. She's probably she might not even want to work in this industry. This might be all about the D. Um, So Shannon gets a Shannon gets a notification on her phone and sees that Chris spent sixty two dollars at dinner. Chris and Nikki are making out in the car when his phone starts to ring. Um, We're going to cut back to the squad room where Tammy's asking if they were communicating while she was gone. And he's pulling a total opposite on her. And he's being like, we were talking less and less. She was being so distant on the phone or our phone calls were getting shorter. Um, things weren't as hot and heavy between the two of them. And he hoped that things would start to take care of themselves. But that wasn't the case. I'm surprised at like how active they expect their sex lives to be eight years into marriage. Like, I'm a little bit surprised by how much that comes up, not just in um, Shanann's real-life texts with her friend Nicole Atkinson, but, like, in this movie. I'm like, Shanann's like, he won't even fuck me. She's writing that to her friend. And I'm like, oh, my God, lady, you're pregnant. Like, clearly you guys have had sex somewhat recently. It's not. I thought they
0: had sex quite a bit for a married couple that was a with two kids one on the way and having a lot of discord in their marriage and i i feel like it felt like sex to him was the only way that he could feel in control uh, somewhat of a situation because it's like when they're at the thrive conference and and uh at dinner and she orders the dinner for both of them and he you know and he's like let's get out of here yeah and it's like it's just like that's his last resort for but yes anyway but i do
1: think also this is all a little bit with i mean while Shannon's like he won't have sex with me i feel like one of their only last bonding points is a sexual relationship yeah i do think that there is some sort of they're sort of implying either that he's a sex addict or that all of this like extra sexual behavior came from thrive (laughs) Um yeah Don't sue me guys Um, You know who you are So we're gonna cut to A scene in North Carolina Where it's a fun day In the sun for everyone Chris is watching uh, Cece with her birthday cake uh, Via live stream He's eating cereal watching his kid do her birthday cake. And then all of a sudden, Nicole's at home snapping nudes and sending them to him. So he like swipes up and fully bounces on CeCe's live stream. I don't think anyone notices. Because
0: um, it's uh, the text also says, come over.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he goes right there. They I go. Said, it
0: said my note says he leaves frame in a hurry
1: yeah <laughs> I mean, that's the damn truth. Um, Shannan's mom knows that something's going on between them, and she's asked her what's going on and she's like, he's busy. Um, and she's like, you know, I think he's really out of sight out of mind. And sh- yeah.
0: no, I just uh, quickly um, two things we talked about like I would never, like them being so public in the restaurant. when he gets to her house, he, like she flings open the door and like straddles him in the doorway with the door open. Like I don't know where she lives. Yeah. But, like and then it takes a moment. They're like making out where he like slowly closes the door. So that was a like oh that wow that struck That's me as well bold. And then they immediately when they before they cut to they cut back to North Carolina. To, with the mom and, 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 and Shanann are going to have the talk, but right. There was a little foreshadowing. <laughs> there was some foreshadowing. I thought it was an interesting. Touch was one of the girls being dragged in, in a blanket, kind of like a corpse. I,
1: like- <laughs> Oh my God. I'm so glad you said that. Cause I was like, I don't know if I want to point that out, but yes, I, cause I've never seen someone do that as a game, <laughs> like pull a child around a yard laying on top of a towel and I was like, "Oh my god, that towel is going to get grass stains." I mean, that's where my mind goes. Sure, um, but it was—I was surprised that that was a game that they decided to play.
0: Yeah, it very much seemed like a foreshadowing moment, uh, cinematically. Of
1: bold like, choice on the part of the director, because yeah. I'm sure he was the one who had to come up with that, and that's a a bold and kind of odd choice. Because
0: the whole upper half of her body is is wrapped in the blanket. So you just see legs Mm -hmm. and you just see it being dragged along the ground. And that was like, wow.
1: Yeah, guys, write in if you play drag a blanket in your family because I've never seen that ever. Um, Nikki and Chris, no, don't be sorry at all. (laughs) Oh, but the big thing that Shanann's like, she's like, you know, he's working out and he has his friends and the dog. And like, Listen, I actually am the president of the Dieter fan club I love that little dog they had I love Dieter but, like, the way they talk about taking care of the dog, I'm like, how many hours <laughs> of the day? Like, I have a sick, borderline incestuous relationship with my dog. And, like, when it comes down to the hours a day I need to spend with him, it's probably 15 minutes, maybe an hour. <laughs> like, she's acting like he's playing with Dieter nonstop for hours a day. And this is how she's justifying it to herself.
0: Yeah, that's, 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 re- that's the sweaty, reach
1: yeah you just dunk a um a measuring cup into a big like bag of food and you pour it in and then Which that's show
0: him do that earlier
1: <laughs> pretty much how you take care of a dog and i couldn't um, help
0: do you know if the dog did somebody take the i dog? think
1: actually dieter is with nicole atkinson Uh, From what I From the last I read Is that he was with them I know he's so cute Um, He was always like Yapping in the Facebook lives too He's a very verbal Little man Yeah So Nikki and Chris Talk about Bali Cuba She really Mm. wants to go For the beaches He really likes Cuba Because of the cars And she's like (laughs) What?
0: No, I. it just took me like two viewings to, to kind of just put Cuba in cars. I know they have a lot of older cars, yeah. nice model cars and stuff. But it was just such an odd, uh, spe- spe- specific...
1: Especially because kind of- it was like recently legal to go to Cuba. Right. And so like, there's like so many things. <laughs> I mean, I will say the cars jump out to me too. Like who wouldn't want to drive around Cuba in a beautiful vintage car? But... When you think of being a gearhead, I think like Florida. Like maybe you go to Florida. <laughs> like <laughs> some place in America where people are still like drag racing or something. Thinking going internationally for vehicles is kind of dark. Yeah. Um so she's like, I knew you were a gearhead, and he's like, Well, what are you into? And she's like, Wildflowers. They don't need anything from anyone. They grow wherever they want. Beautiful and free. Who are you? Like what? No one's fucking hobby is wildflowers. They're wildflowers. <laughs> like you can't even find them. Like if you should good, you found one. It's wild. Like what do you how do you have a passion for wildflowers? When do you expand on that? Like it's such a like like Tumblr 2008 idea of being like obsessed with a wildflower? Yeah. I would hate to see her tattoos.
0: Yeah You know I mean there is that I mean there was that Last year There's that one time a year Somewhere in the California poppies. Where, Well there's that And then there's also There was a wildflower Kind of Explosion Somewhere And there was just like All over Instagram For like And then it became like You know you, Traffic jams And I The
1: orange ones
0: No I don't I I don't know Maybe
1: Maybe My hairdresser's like 70 years old And she drove to those and I was like, More Doris, <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> yes, I see a seventy-year-old woman to do my hair. Okay, she's kept it very healthy. Um, it looks great. Thanks. It's like a foot fucking long. Like this is this is for me. This is very long. Um, so he's like, is there anything in that book That's nearby? And she goes, yeah White Sands, and he's like Everyone's been to White Sands, and then guess what She hasn't, so they're gonna go, and he's So revved up on this, it's like very You've been here
0: 27 years And you've never been to White Sands?
1: Yeah. Wow And I'm like, you've been here for one year Like, how much travel are you doing, Chris Watts? <laughs> like, he, he Acted like it was like, as if it's not A beautiful national park, which is It's not the name of the actual national park park they went to that one is different because i thought white sands i was like maybe it's like a skiing thing like that's i don't know no Um, it's
0: it's it's that white desert i'm
1: such a dumbass um you know i thought it was like a metaphor like it's like 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 powder you know what i mean like you hit the moguls you know absolutely shred um i thought they were going to shred so Shanann greets her father-in-law at her mom's house and the Watts family did not like Shanann ever and the feeling was clearly mutual and they do the best they can and sort of showing this through a hug um she's not happy to take the hug they
0: didn't go to the wedding I've learned that the parents the Watts parents did not go to the wedding
1: they did not go to the wedding um I forget exactly what it was about it was definitely just like a power struggle issue. Um, I think it was about maybe the location or something. Oh really? Small like that. It seemed like one of those classic you'd see it on Reddit sort of things. Sure. Um so okay let's just play this scene. Um 2756 to
0: 3053. Hey
1: there's my daughter good to see you got something to show you. Oh great
0: <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Oh, is this for the girls?
0: For the boy.
1: Wait, we don't know if it's a boy yet.
0: It's time for a boy. Carry on the Watts family name. Oh. Chris used to love this. <laughs> Thank you, that's cute, thanks. Where are the girls? Uh, swing set. Hey, girls! Grandpa's here! So, how did you keep yourself busy while they were away? I was just being here, just working out, going to work, you know, going on runs, and, and keeping up the house. Please stop. Who keeps going? Shanann. Hmm. Come on, up. let me see that one with you turn around. This one? Huh? No, what is that? That's not a pose. It's not okay, you even... should take it. She's turning the mood. Go. Oh, uh... yeah don't move where am I gonna go
1: hey okay hi just hear me out I've thought about this a lot and I don't want the girl staying at your parents' house while we're on this trip Uh,
0: yeah so uh, what do you what do you want me to do about it
1: I want you to call your dad right now and tell him we're not going okay hello Chris hello can you hear me yeah i will you're gonna call tonight yeah okay thank you that's all i ask just uh, i'm sorry honey i don't feel good i am so tired it doesn't really seem like you want to be talking to me. Yeah, just yeah, I have long days at work, you know. I'm worn out. Okay, and get some rest. Don't forget to eat dinner. Oh, by the way, I got an alert from Visa that there was a charge at a place called the Wheelhouse. That was me. Yeah, why? I I don't want to nag you, but um, that's the card we're trying to pay down, right?
0: Yeah, I don't remember. I'm sorry. I just I was out with the guys and I forgot. Hey, you tell the girls I love them and um, give them a big old kiss for me, will you?
1: Okay, I love you. I'll t- Chris. Uh-huh.